hi everybody welcome to another episode of back talk i'm julia and i'm kayla we're here with another episode we're gonna go ahead and jump right in we have a fun one for you guys today um do you want to start what's good or me i don't really i have one thing okay i have one thing too so you go ahead while i try to pull mine up so very quickly i want to talk about duran bernard so um i first heard about him he was featured on a on a, on a Catronada song off Catronada's last album. Um, he is singing on one of the songs called Freefall, and a lot of people have been talking about him like on the timeline, like on inter- on the internet. Like a lot of people that I follow that like the same type of music that I like, they had been talking about him. And um, I do follow him. Well, I don't follow him on social media, but I've seen him. Well, now I follow him on social media, but I had seen him. And he always made like funny videos. I've seen clips of him doing the song association um with Terrell Grice which is kind of like the it's like a YouTube show where they, he does interviews with artists and they sing songs and it's a good time I've seen him doing that but I never really sat down and listened to his solo music I heard one other song that he was on which was on um Knowledge's album him and this other artist called Rose Gold that's a nice song too actually but I actually sit, went and listened to his solo album that came out this year Again, I'm late to the curb because everybody else I know has been listening to it. But I finally listened to it, and it's good. Like, he knows how to sing really well. And I think I like what he does with songs. Like, he he's very animated in his own, you know, just with his own self. But, like, the way he sings, like, it, it translates well, like, into his music. Like, all of his songs, they be singing about, he be singing about real shit. Like, it's kind of like, he sings kind of like about Twitter topics. Like, I don't know. You would have to just listen to his music to understand. Like he has one song. It's called Relocate. And I literally the chorus, the the song goes, um, Dick So Good, make a bitch relocate. And mm-hmm. it's like it's such a fun, like he's fun. Like I like him. Let me see if I could pull up like a video. I like relatable him, like. content in songs. Yeah, like one my favorite song of his off of that project is with Ari Lennox and it's called Stuck. And it's good. But um he remade like a gospel song, uh, like just being funny, making a video. And it was pretty funny. I'm going to send you like a clip of him, like performing okay. the song that I said that I like the song with Ari Lennox. And it looks like he did like a little performance in his living room, but just look at like his mannerisms and the way he performs. Like he's so cute. I love him. <laughs> he, is, he can really sing. He sings very well. I'm going to listen. All right, here we go. Okay, living room performance. You can open up the IGTV and like scroll if you want to get to the song. Oh, this song. Oh wow, I love his voice. Yeah, like th- isn't he fun? Like no, and yeah, he's very animated and funny. Yes, too. Like, oh my god, I love it. But honestly, the voice is the voice is the star of the show. And oh, mind you, there's a here. whole lot going on in this, you know, living room performance. There's backgrounds, there's instruments, there's plants, there's art. But the voice is oh, he the star sing. of the show, and you you could tell it's effortless. Like he's he like, let me just give y'all a quick little run. Let me show you the range really quick. While I give you a one-two step, yeah, I I love it. Like, okay, it's so good. I'm so you glad know. I sat and listened to it. Like, <laughs> I was like, dang, now I see album. what y'all been talking about. Okay, but he's oh on the um the song with Kay Trinata. Let me see. If y'all if y'all listen to Kay Trinata, y'all may have heard the song. So the song with Kay Trinata is called Freefall, but this is it. This is my house cleaning music, but he can really right. sing here. I want to find out more about him. Mm-hmm. Like, where is he from and stuff? Right. 
because like he's he's very entertaining and I think he's very talented and you know I may be new you know finding out about him but a lot of people say the same thing that like he can really sing yeah the talent is there there's not even an artist profile on 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 title yeah really no there's nothing there's no you know you gotta give a little background Mm -hmm. he's fairly new so Mm -hmm. but the music is here they have a project from 2012 Mm -hmm. 2016 and then 2020 I say listen okay. to the listen to the new one and then okay. like just watch like his little performances and then like his social media presence I think is what makes him like which which is which like I, I feel like that's what takes him there cuz I All think right. yeah, I think it's cuz he's so fun. I'm going to listen. I'm going to see. I know he has a ballad on here for me. Oh yeah, you love a slow song. You know I love a slow song. <laughs> There's also another one on the new uh, the new album. It's called Prepared. That one is good. Stuck okay. is good. Stuck has Ari Lennox in it. So, like Listen, them two says, together, like I just it, wanna, it's, it's stuck. So period. Like I, this is right up my alley. Okay. Yes, that's the one where he was in his living room performing it. But the song with okay. Ari Lennox. Let me see if I can hold on. I won't get sued. <laughs> I like this. I do too. It has a little 90s vibe to it. Yeah. And like the the subject matters good. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm still on, I'm still on a discovery, trying to you know find out who I want to be. So don't get stuck in love with me. Like you can be over here in the morning, but make sure you up in the morning and you gone. Like it's good. Like I'm excited. I feel like you're gonna like it. Relatable content, okay? Yes, you know, it's just not time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Duran Bernard. That's all I have for what's good. That was a good one. Yeah. All right, mine is really quick as well. It was just one. Our favorite, our home girl. <laughs> Who Camille yes. dropped another one. All right. Listen, she I've been did. listening to this song. I literally have been listening to this song nonstop since she dropped it. And it's so yeah. funny because like she'll always be like, um, she'll say something about like a song of hers. I'm like, I want to hear the one you haven't released yet. And it's this one. Like this, this is the <laughs> this one is the I've one been that waiting you've been for. Mugging. Yes, that I wanted to hear like on my own. Like I want to hear it. Not just like if I'm with her, like I want to hear it on my own. Like mm-hmm. it's called No WID. Again, yep. more relatable content. Like yep. I love like when artists have songs that like it's reflective of us the stuff that we're going through the stuff that we're really talking about it's basically saying like you know if it's a dude that's interested in me if you're a person i'm getting to know stop texting me wid all the time like please like not only is it annoying it's pointless like let's talk about something of substance or let's actually do something so yeah no wid is out and i'm gonna play a little bit of it because it's it's a only it's a short song to me but when i tell you it's straight to the point okay all the points were made yes i'm gonna play some successful and abundant life they're Listen, right there they're, it, it, it's in the music it's right there it's right there for everyone so yeah that's who Camille no WID shout out to song. Camille she's a pioneer you know <laughs> she's really out here you know just doing the work that needs yes. to be done and uh, a late happy birthday shout out to Camille yes. as well she recently celebrated a birthday and what a better way I can't think of you know a more selfless way to celebrate your birthday than to like put out music for Hello? you know your fans and the people that support you so Shout out to <clears throat> shout out to Camille. All and right. Do you have anything else for what's good? That's all I had for what's good. That was all I have. I'm probably forgetting things. I'm I'm just start writing things down again, like when I think of it. But honestly, that's the only one that I just had off the top of my head because I listen to that song like every day, like in the car. Listen, that's the one on repeat. Mm. 
because it's it's just it's a mood booster. Okay. And then if you if you forget like you know what this life really is like, who committed with the reminder? Okay. Um, clownery. I. I forgot about it, but you reminded me of it right, you know, before we got on air. So let's just talk about it. Yeah, we got to um, address the <laughs> elephant in the room. <laughs> and I'm really, I'm not saying, okay, how do I put it? Because it is funny. Like, you cannot deny that it's hilarious. But I'm not condoning anything that she said. I don't think that it's right. I'm not trying to, you know, pick favorites. But, <laughs> you know, JT's Twitter was... <laughs> Liz, it was funny, okay? Like, sorry. Oh, my God. Do you follow her her burner? Yeah, I didn't follow it, but I was, like, scrolling through it. Um, Because, you know what? And then she got her other t- um, page back today, and she put a picture of that guy who was singing in court. Yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yes. Oh, oh my Liz, God. It's, she, you know, the problem is, is, like, when people are offensive, sometimes it's not funny. So it's really just, like, all we get is the insult. But you know what? If there's a little a good joke in there somewhere, sometimes you can kind of I don't want to say look past it, but you know, it makes it a lot easier to di- to digest. But mm. JT, that was not nice, okay? Those those tweets were not nice. <laughs> so they were funny, right? So <laughs> somebody like released a thread of all JT's old tweets. And I I don't even I can't even find it. Let me see if I can find it. No, they were terrible. A lot of them were terrible. But I will say, to be fair, like, I don't think any of it was, like, personalized hate. I think she just talked shit about everybody. She just talked shit. That's all. Like, she just was, she was just a young girl talking shit on Twitter. Like, we all did. Like, she just okay. got called up. I don't know why she hasn't started it. She just had a account. lot. Yeah. <laughs> she had a lot, okay? But, but I, I think mean, the honestly, Pizza Hut one was the funniest, the funniest one for me. What was the pizza? What the, what's the Pizza Hut one? It's a baby crying by itself. It, it's a baby. It's, it's like it was like it's a baby crying by itself. A Pizza Hut, or it's a child missing in no Chuck E. Cheese. My bad. It's oh, a yes. child missing in Chuck E. Cheese. I'm gonna still eat this pizza though. Yes, that was a good one. The other one was the 9/11 one. Now that come JT. It's the emojis. <laughs> it was the emojis. She was like, "What was wrong with this one?" It was the emojis. She handled it pretty well, I will say, given the fact that, like, you know, yeah, she you laughed like, it off. Yeah, like, you know, she apologized and she was like, I honestly, like, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't think of it. It was her birthday weekend, I think, as well. So she really was not, like, trying to, like, be dismissive. But she's like, I just wasn't thinking about it. But I am sorry. Like, you know, I don't mean any of the things I say. I just thought it was all funny or I was talking shit. Like, that was it. Yeah. She, you know, got off her Twitter and made, like, a little burner. And, and I guess, like, she got her team or whoever to, wipe her twitter like they should have been did and then hello i guess now she's back on her twitter they had two years to do it honestly this is her team's fault because they had two years of her being incarcerated to wipe everything down before she got home hello like i don't understand what were y'all doing child like no discretion like okay just vibes but yeah jt miss mamas ma'am come on that that was there was definitely some clownery in there. Yeah, I just but I can't players. I can't be that mad because like I said, it was it was kind of funny. Some of them, you know, had some humor to it. Um, I have one more thing for clownery, and this one, you know, I'm not really happy about. Y'all know Tiana Taylor is one of my absolute faves. I've been talking about her since the beginning of this show. I mm-hmm. love her. I love her music. I love her style. I love her social media. I love her children. I'm not gonna say I love her man, but shout out to Iman too. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, I just, I love Tiana. I love everything she does. I think she's very, very creative. I think, you know, she's one of them people that, like, 10, 15 years from now, younger girls are going to be like, now she was dope as fuck and try to, like, recreate a lot of the things that she did. I don't think she, but I do agree with her. She put out, you know, her little Spotify wrap-up that everybody got. And she was, like, basically saying, like, you know, her numbers were really, really good. But, you know, she just doesn't feel like she's appreciated by, basically, you know, her label, the people that work around her. And I feel her. I feel the same way. I feel like she put out an amazing album. And, you know, and I get it. Tiana's not, a lot of people really don't see her as an artist. I feel like a lot of people just still see her as like a, the super sweet 16 girl or just a socialite or just, mm-hmm. you know, somebody from the internet that people know. But I feel like, you know, she doesn't get the appreciation for her artistry that she deserves because she puts out great music. I've been talking about her first album, the um, seven, it's VII. That album was so good. And I think it was like 2015 it came out. So it, right now, even you can see a lot of the girls that we listen to, like Summer Walker. It's that same, it's the evolution of that same sound. Like she was one of the first girls doing it, mm-hmm. you know, just making relatable songs, talking right. about dating in a in a 
way that's relatable to us. Not in a it was it was at a time where it wasn't like the you know the traditional R and B. I love him so much. He left me, or you know, like it wasn't the same content that we got over and over. It was more like younger. This is the stuff that we deal with. Like I don't want to be your girlfriend. Like it was just like real content for me, and I love that album so much. And then you know she had the other album that came out. Um, produced by Kanye where he added all the lasers to the songs. And yeah, you know, we've already asked, like, that. you know, when it comes to Tiana Taylor, right? Mm-hmm. Now granted, I don't listen to her music that much. Not as much as you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not I, like I'm a fan of her as a person and I, right. I I think I like her. But her music, I don't know, like sometimes I just I can't get into it. You right. know? So but I do recognize that she is talented. Like she's talented. Like she can sing, she can dance, like you know, right. it, everything that she does may not be for me, but she is very talented. I just want to know, like, what, like, and then I what, feel like my problem, re- like, what was the, what was the cause of her, like, I don't want to say downfall, gonna, but like, my problem with Kanye to re- <laughs> to bring it full full circle, mm-hmm. my problem with Kanye in her label is that her last album, Keep That Same Energy, you know, it was only seven songs. It was literally 30 minutes mm-hmm. of, and it was lasers. And you could tell it just, and she was upset about it. She mm-hmm. even said, it's not the album that I wanted to put out. Like mm-hmm. he kind of like. Took over. And, like, yeah, he kind of, exactly. Basically he took over and did his own thing and she didn't even get to hear it until it was already out. The final result, which I know I would have lost my fucking mind. Like that would have been a real issue. Yeah, because like, 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 I can't see the so final hard. result. Yeah, what? Hello, and this is it's mine. My name is on it. Like this is my discography now. Like I got to hear lasers over my harmonies, bitch. Like who asked you for that? But um, so yeah, she put out her album that, and she, I know she was working on it for a long time, and it's called the album. So I think it was really like the album that she wanted to put out. That she really like, you know, like I'm gonna put it out my way, and then if you, if it's not, you know, if it doesn't come out how I wanted to, then I feel like she was like, I have no one to blame but myself. But also. The music was great. You can't you can't deny it. the music on that album is great. It's honestly it's a longer album, which was kind of the only thing I like complaint I had about it. Like I can't listen to twenty two songs. Like mm-hmm. I don't have the fifteen is great. Fifteen would have been really. Yeah, y'all good, know but, how I feel about like long albums. Hello, like, it's not but she for me. and I get it because she was kind of like you know my last one had seven, so I kind of had to make up for it and give you guys more music, which mm-hmm. I get. But I would have done a strong fifteen. Yeah, um, and like put out singles in the meantime, you know. Yes, but um. I think, you know, it was a great album. There's so many good songs on that album. Every single one I do not love. Like, I'm not going to lie and say, you know, it's a for me, I play it front to back. No, but there's some songs on there. Like I said, I think like two episodes ago, I listened to Concrete every day. Like that is one. And watch the video too. Don't cheat yourself. Watch the video. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel for her because I do feel like she's not appreciated. I do feel like a lot of the, um, the, lot of the things that she puts out just doesn't connect to everyone and I do feel like you know if I put out if I know for a fact that I'm a creative person I make dope shit I need my label to help push it because that's what you're here for right you're here to help me get it out to the people because I know people are gonna like it so help me get it out to them like why don't I have like I feel like and maybe a lot of stuff that she doesn't want to do but I, I need to see her like that one year when she was at I understand it's a pandemic too but you know she was at fashion week do you remember that time when she killed the runway like yeah. she was she everywhere was the, she, was the, she was dancing to mask off the future yes like she is such a vibe to me like she does like to me she does it all like sings beautifully she has the the music and she writes a lot of her her own music like come on you just can't deny her talent you can't deny that she's just one of those people that can pretty much do anything she designs clothes she does choreography she directs videos like what else do you want from this woman what else i don't know mm. she's funny her kids are adorable like yeah. what what else do you want so like do you believe her like do you believe that she's done um i think she's not gonna um i think she's gonna She's going to put out work when she feels like it. I think she's going to, if she has a song that she makes that she really likes, we might get it. I don't think she's going to do like full, I'm an artist releases no more. Uh, no, I don't see that. She, I think she might, I wanted her to go on tour again because I really wanted to see her live. I don't know really? if that's going to happen. I don't think that she's going to do like artist things anymore. I think she's just going to create. And if one of those things that she creates is music, we'll get it. If not, I don't know. I know but she yeah. um like does a lot of behind the scenes work. Like she, I know you said that she, uh, she directed Queen Nigel's video, right? Yes, she did the Pack Light video, so which I a lot of people. She's gonna do more of that. <clears throat> I think, yeah, I think she'll definitely keep directing. I think that she's just one of those people that likes to be creative in different ways. She might find something else that she likes to do soon. Who knows? But child, Tiana, just let me know who to fight because I'm upset. I'm upset if I don't get any more Tiana Taylor stuff. If she just goes into being, you know, mom, wife, at home, I'm gonna be pissed off. 
which I don't think she'll do. I don't think she'll do that, but you know, I think like, she will. I, think, I just think that she's gonna like have her hands and stuff more behind the scenes, like directing or maybe, maybe. shoe. Like she will come out with her own shoe, like her own Jordan, something like that. I, I know. I feel like that. That's a very much a, a possibility too. But I'm being selfish and saying, you know, I don't think she'll do that. But I, I can see it. Like you know, for she doesn't need this. Like you know, her her husband is Iman. She's Tiana. They can make money on the back end doing all types of shit. You know what I mean? Like she really don't have to do all this. She got a. Um, I feel like either Kanye got to retire for her to come back out and do some more music. Something got to happen. She got to leave Kanye. I think she got to leave Kanye and, and sign to Parkwood because Chloe and Halle are doing amazing. You know, like, I feel like she needs that kind of backing. Like, we have full creative control where you have, like, you know, they'll support you. They'll put you in the right places because I feel like she needs more, like, placements. Like, she needs to be, you know, get, getting those little those little looks. Like, you know, like, um, like Letterman at night. You know, like, little things like that. Yeah, like she, she has a great more. personality. Yeah. She does. She, she she's a performer. Be, she performs. Yes. Like, I think she just needs to be, have the right people around her. I know, I think her mom manages her. So I know she, of course, has her best interest at heart. But I think she just needs, she just needs a different she representation. Needs somebody, yeah. She needs to be rock, signed to Rock Nation. She just needs, yeah. she just needs to be in the right places at the right times and just have someone who actually cares. Because, like, I, it would suck to feel like... You know, the people who are supposed to be backing me, the people who I'm contractually obligated to, they don't really give a fuck for real. If I put out an album, they good. If I put out an album, they're good. If I don't, they good. Like, they're more concerned with selling slides and socks and everybody wearing tan and singing gospel. Hmm. Child. Let's see. Another, another I mean, side topic. Well, I was going to say, like, a lot of people said that she didn't really take advantage of her moment after Fade came out. Like, that was her moment and she didn't really strike while the iron was hot. Do, mm. do you agree with that? Um, I think she, I don't think she did either, but I think she probably wasn't ready. I think that that video just came out and blew up and she was like, oh shit. Yeah. I think that she, um, so I know she, she put she out like the fade. capitalize she off put, of it. Yeah. She put out like the fitness stuff. Like she did like the fade to fit, which was kind of like, okay, I get it. Cause everybody was talking about her body. She looks great. What did she do? And she put it, and it was like, um, like a dance based thing. So it was kind of like right up her alley, but I don't think that's what people wanted from her. We wanted to see you. We did. But, and then I, I feel like around that time, that's when she was doing the fashion weeks and stuff like that, but she wasn't yeah. putting out any music. I feel like Kanye, like he saw like, you know, so maybe he is to blame. I feel like he saw her blow up. Like he saw the response, you mm -hmm. know, from the fade video. And I don't think, I think maybe he wasn't expecting that either. Yeah. So I feel like he saw it and he kind of had to like rein it in and gain control back. And well, that's why yeah. like, I feel like they, they overthought it. I feel like they should have just, you know, gave us, you know, at least a little EP or something, which she, I feel like all the stuff that she does, it she does it on her own. Mm -hmm. Cause even around that time or right before that, she put out like a, a like a mixtape and it was like all nineties based. It was too, it was like, we was getting two different messages. We was getting like the, you know, the fade video was very Kanye, it was very current, it was very like, you know, a little bit of ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. And then we but Tiana was very in her I like nineties music and I'm I will samples. say that she does do that. She does get her get in her nineties bag a lot. Yes. And it was very like it was two different things. It was basically like what she wanted to be doing and what they wanted her to do. And then it wasn't it wasn't one clear message. They needed to have, you know how Beyonce has those big ass like conference room meetings. <laughs> they needed everybody to come sit down. And have a plan for her. Yeah. And yeah, I don't feel like that happened. On Parkwood. Hello? Chloe and Hallie have been getting placements. Okay. Jobs. Listen. And, you know, it, it, they've been out for a little minute, too. Like, and, you know, it was like a slow progression. And now people are like, no, we love them. Like, you yeah. want to see them everywhere. Mm. Damn, yeah, justice, justice for Tiana, because I it's know. not right. So what, what else were you going to say? Um... I saw an article. I don't know how true this is, but basically the, the choir singers for Kanye's church um, were suing him for not getting paid. Really? Yeah. I didn't know how to feel about that because I was like, are you supposed to get paid for being in a choir? Yeah. Are you? If it's Kanye's choir. <laughs> I just don't see why not. Like, why wouldn't I be getting paid to see the choir of Kanye like, West? I feel like, like I people with your local church. Oh, but it is a church. Clemen, please come <laughs> sing for the children. And the elderly people at the nursing home. Sure, I'm not going to go into that looking for a check. But if Kanye West said, hey, you know how to sing. Can you come sing in my choir? I don't give a fuck if it's for the Lord or not. I want money. What? You're Listen, Kanye West. That's Excuse what I was thinking. Me? I thought no. this was a church. Like, uh -uh. why are people asking to get paid? Girl, musicians get paid. Like, growing up I in know, the church. Like, <laughs> in the but do they Lord. get paid? Yeah. Not choir members. But, like, 
the keyboardist gets paid. The drummer gets paid. I think sometimes the choir director gets paid. I know the pastor gets paid. The organist gets paid. I feel like everybody except maybe the singers, like, don't get paid. Let me tell you something. I grew up Catholic and nobody got paid, okay? This was a volunteering, okay? Like, you know, like, again, like, growing up in the church, like, the people that got paid were the the important people. Everybody else, like, you kind of just doing it for the Lord. But, like, (laughs) if you're providing the vibe, then you get paid, like. Like I said, the musicians, they all got paid. Girl, growing up in the church, like, I didn't even know, like, I was so naive. I didn't know until I was younger that pastors actually got paid. I really just thought, like, the church, the building, all that shit was just standing there by the grace of God. I didn't know, no, <laughs> like, no money went into it. I don't know where my money went. Like, putting my money in church, I don't know where it went. went to heaven. I think it went, went. I, I thought they was mailing that shit to Jesus, to bro. Yep. Like, I didn't, I did not realize that this was all really, like, a business thing until I got mm-hmm. older. Until I got, like, high school, college, I want to say. Yeah, I know being Catholic is different because the priest is literally supposed to live the most, like, minimal lifestyle. When yeah. I tell you, they be... He had like a the, the church I grew up in as a child. Like when I tell you, he drove like a '98 Corolla. Like he was not flashing nothing. Like really? no, yes. Like you're supposed to be very minimalist. You're supposed to like all the money you get is supposed to disperse. Like it's mm-hmm. not supposed. It's not for you. It's for the community. It's for the people that come to your church. It's for like you know things. You know events. It's not girl. the pastor. The pastor do not have a Rolls Royce. Not in the Catholic Church. Okay? Oh, girl, like, I have like I like I have like the black church. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, very different. It's different, girl. Pastor, our pastor now he be on TikTok, but <laughs> before like so the church I grew up in, right? I've been in the same church. Like I had a church when I was like young, like a baby, but I didn't. I don't really know anything about it. Like the church that I grew up in, that's the only church that I've known. And we had this pastor for, like, years. Like, that man had been a pastor for the church. Like, I don't know how, like, so long. And growing up in the church, I remember, like, being young and, like, being in the youth activities. But, like, all of the members were just much older. Like, we had a lot of older members in the church. And it was fun because, like, you know, being with a whole bunch of young people, terrorizing a bunch of old people, that shit was fun. I don't give a fuck. Like, church was fun. Especially because I I spent so much time in church. Like, you just had to make it fun. And so... I remember we had this pastor for like the longest, like I remember his name was Pastor Williams. Like he had been at the church for like 30, 40 years or whatever, like Mm -hmm. year. Well, maybe not that long, but like 30 years. Like he had been there for a while and then he got older and sicker and he decided to step down. And so like all of the older members that had been there for his entire tenure and then before him were like, what the fuck's going to go on? So in comes like this new pastor we have who's like in his 30s like Uh, like 31 when I tell you like me and my mom like had a time like just mm -mm. looking at how the church transformed and me and my mom will always make jokes like all right we gonna see how long it take him because he came he was modest he had his little Honda him and his wife and his his kids I think he got like five kids Oh, wow. His wife and his kids. And my mom, she would be like, okay, I'm going to see how long it's going to take him to get a new car. How long it's going to take oh. him to get his job at Publix. How long it's going to take him to move out to, you know, Riverview or one of like, you know, the the nicer areas to upgrade his life or whatever. What, what I will say, you know, all jokes aside, like he has done a lot of positive things for that church. Like he's livened it back up. Like the old people, like it's like typical shit you see on TV. Like the old people was not going. They were like, who is this this young person? You're right. Like, bring it this like. not how things are done around here. Girl, like there was no <laughs> drums in the church. Like the old pastor, he didn't allow no drums, no guitar. Girl, the new pastor, it'd be like the fucking club up in there. Like, with oh my the, God. Girl, girl it's, it, it was, it's the funniest thing to see. Like, just seeing something like that go down. But, you know, after a while, you know, the pastor, he did, you know, upgrade, you know, his lifestyle, level up or whatever. He got him a new car. But what I will say. If that's the culture. Yeah. But what I will say is that, you know, I feel like that's reflective of like the type of pastor that you are. Like, I feel like growing up in the church and like visiting different churches and stuff like that, you could tell like if it's some shady business going on and like all the members are sheep and they just worship the pastor. But I feel like at the church that I grew up in, you know, with the new, even with the older pastor, but with the new pastor, I feel like the people that are meant to be there, like they really love him. Like he has brought Mm -hmm. in a lot of new people as well. Like he's brought in homeless people, like former felons, you know, people that was just out there and like letting them know Mm -hmm. like, okay, you have a chance too. Now I will say that that's not something that the old pastor did at our church, but I feel like a lot of people love him. So a lot of people shower him. Like people just give him money outside of like, you know, your Christianly duties, like putting money in church ever so often, every time you get paid or whatever. But I feel like if you are doing your job as a pastor and you know 
you're living the right way. Like your members, people of the church, they're going to shower you with love and extra money and all of that. Mm -hmm. So you can live wealthy. Like, so yeah, I don't what, know. That's, that's what a lot of people me. say. Yeah. But I, I, that blew my mind that like pastors got paid. Like people in the <laughs> church got paid. Kanye, you need to pay the fucking people, bro. Like you are Kanye West. <laughs> Like what? I tell you, I I literally let out a cackle when I saw that. I don't give I said, a like, damn. Like even the hometown church choir, if y'all gotta, you know, take a bus to Georgia to go sing at the church or whatever, at least they gonna give y'all they gonna give y'all a place to stay. They may break y'all off with a few dollars to get something to eat, a little lunch stipend right. or something. Kanye, you're not trying to feed these people nothing. You are Bro, Kanye. Better, you are a billionaire. What? You take these neutrals that you've got into performing and go home. You can't. But you can't perform these songs. You need them. You can't listen. sing like that. I, I listen. I have no objection. I feel like, of course, the choir made it what it was, but I just don't know. I feel like y'all should have talked about this before. Like, I just don't understand. Like, how do Where you? Where was not... the paperwork? Where was the con? Was there a contract presented? No. Well, then you was volunteering. Hmm. Dang. Mm. I just. I just. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how much of a, a fan I am of Kanye West. If Kanye West asked me to do, imagine if Beyonce was like, all right, girls, like I want y'all to come, you know, I have this new podcast platform or I made a radio station. Can y'all come and like do a show? Like, of course we're going to do it because it's Beyonce, but we're going to look for a check because it's Beyonce. Please make sure I look for the check because I'm going to be enamored. I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm to be putting on my headphones before I ask any questions. Somebody has to. In that situation, somebody please, please look out for my best interest because I'm gonna do whatever. I'm gonna be, bl I'm gonna be blinded by the light of Beyonce. You wanna do I'm free do work for Beyonce? Says. I wouldn't even be thinking about it. I would just want to be around her. Really? What if she wasn't there? Oh hell no, bitch! <laughs> I'm, there's no white light. <laughs> Where's my fucking money? Exactly. So if Kanye, if I'm not Kanye. If Beyonce's team sent out an email. It said, "Oh, if I get an email from Parkwood, like I see Beyonce's like company letterhead, I'm gonna pass the fuck out first and foremost." <laughs> I really, I really might not be thinking straight, and I can see why people get taken advantage of. Like just you saying that, I can see why these people be signing record deals and just be signing anything. Just because signing any just, old thing. They just want a chance. They okay. just want opportunity. It don't even matter at this point. But you can't be like that because people will, you know, people will take advantage of you. Like a lot of these record companies think it's like okay, it's an even swap, so it's not a swindle. Like no, this person is doing something for you. You need right. them. Before they you have a lot, really you have a lot more to gain. Yeah, like they're the talent. Like they, like you need them. They're the creative. To right? run you would have shit. nothing. Right, right. With that, if they hadn't provided you this product, because that's essentially what it is, you'd have nothing to sell. So Kanye, he not busting no notes. So like, <laughs> I don't understand why he can't like he pay the people. You see him swinging his body side to side. He's not even a choir director. He don't even know what he's doing for real. <laughs> choir director. I'm telling you, growing up in the church, I know like. Listen, I know if anybody, my friend Kiyosha is listening to this, she grew up in the church just like me. Listen, choir directing, that's not something you just stand up there and do. You got to know what you're doing. The choir, they're looking at you. Listen. They're following said, along with you. He's just going off the vibes, okay? No. He need to pay the people. Vibe on down to the bank and write okay. a check for those people who have helped you win these awards. And in a pandemic. In a pandemic. Like, you're not trying to... I'm not going to get... Okay. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I was just being on messy. top of him doing yes. that stunt, almost costing us the election. Hello. On top of that, now you're not trying to pay. Okay. Listen, Kim, please come get your husband. Please. Speaking of, um, we're gonna transition on to one of the main topics. Speaking of people signing up for things they have no business signing up for, Keisha Cole versus Ashanti. Okay. Listen. I think it's going to be a great time. Um, I think it's going to be a fucking shit show for one of the parties really? involved. Yes. I think Ashanti, Sistrin, I love you. You know, I love Ashanti. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. I think that her music is, you know, a, a vibe, a bop. It, it really just takes you back to those early 2000s. You can't have an early 2000s set list party, anything without playing Ashanti. But Keisha Cole is just not who she wants to battle. To me. Mm. Keisha Cole has records that hit your soul. Like Keisha has, like it's just not. Ashanti has bops. When I tell you, Keisha has songs. She got, like, she got deep cuts. What? I've never been sad and put on Ashanti. I've never wanted to feel something like, I can't, and put like, on Ashanti. Yeah, like I can't think like of me like just sitting up listening to Ashanti. Like 
And I have, but it's just not the same feeling. Like Keisha Cole makes you feel every single word that she's saying. Keisha Cole started, and I think Keisha Cole's advantage for us anyway, Keisha Cole came out around the time we started feeling feelings. So like in high school. What? Your first heartbreak? Hello? I remember was the song. Oh my God. I remember was on my MySpace. Really? I, thought I didn't talk to my boyfriend for two days. We were broken up for 48 hours and I already was talking about I remember. Really? Girl, listen. I like that was a good album. Um, I think it was called Just Like Me or Just Like You. Yes, I think but, Just Like um, Me. Falling Out. Let me, put, let me pull this up on my Spotify because honestly, I just feel like it's going to be I, that type of night. And <laughs> honestly, <laughs> the first album, the way it is. Yes. It's done. Like She has eight songs off of that album alone that is just like. That's one of the things that Kanye, like, he did good. He yes, did right. that was that was when he was still in his right mind. I will still, say that. You know, Ooh, just like you. Let me see. Listen. Falling out. This is my song. <laughs> oh my god! And I've purposely been trying to wait, but I can't. No, falling out. That's my shit. I'm gonna listen to this. This is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm about to fold my laundry, and this is it. 2007, man. Yes. What was that, 10th grade? <laughs> Damn. I do feel like it's not a fair match. I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think Keisha Cole and Ashanti should battle. Um, I think that it should be Keisha Cole and Fantasia. I feel like that'll be more entertaining. Whoa. I do. That would have been a good one. That would have been good. I would have been a good one. But I think they just had to get Ashanti in there because, you know. She could have battled somebody else. She, But I don't know who else she could have battled. Can you imagine, though, Keisha Cole versus, versus, versus uh, Fantasia? Fantasia? But Keisha would have still won. You think? She's, I don't know. I think so. I think so. Because even, like, a lot of people were saying, like, Ashanti has features. Like, you know, she has a lot of those Ja Rule features that are really big. She has the fat joke. She wins, so no- she wins Keisha. Yeah, she wins in nostalgia. But, like, I feel like Keisha... Yeah, it's she had the, the last night, the feature. Like, she killed that. Like, we were grown. No, there like, was no denying it. You know how everybody's like, oh, I wish I was a teenager in the 90s. Or I wish I was, like, you know, a young adult in the 90s. I feel like that's what Keisha Cole is. Like, Keisha that's Cole. our generation. Yeah, that's sure. our generation. Like, the 2000s. Yes, like, we love the 90s. And we always reminisce, like, you know, when we were kids. But I feel like we hold, you know, we hold, like, that 2000s era. We hold that a little bit closer because we were grown. Like, we were older. Yeah, during that time going we through things. things yeah like and mind you it wasn't even that far apart because ashanti was like 2002 she came out so it was like she was still very re- relevant in 2004 and keisha came out like 06 and her mm-hmm. album came out 07 so it wasn't that you know it still, wasn't that though. far apart but it was just a it just was a shift it was a very big shift i feel like especially for me because then during ashanti's era i was still living up north Keisha Cole's era I'm living in the south it just hit different like it just for me it's like totally different spaces in my life Ashanti's was fun but Keisha's was I was in the trenches okay I was going through it listen that was when puberty like really like had (laughs) a hold on us like 15 16 17 whoo that was a time thinking that you know everything meant something and and Keisha was there for us okay mm-hmm. like she would those those songs mean something to us like we were making like, something out of nothing and Keisha was there for her, us her later songs like I had me and Brie when they announced it I was telling Brie I was like Ashanti like she has great songs but even Keisha's not so big songs like that weren't like those big hits like how Ashanti has those songs hit different like that song that Keisha Cole has with Lil Wayne um Which I forgot one? what it's called but listen when I told you I sang the, my heart out to this song I like like underrated like Keisha Cole deep cut is brand new. That is my song. You know brand new? I don't know. I probably do, but I can't. Think I'm gonna play it. It was off of the um a different me in 2008. Brand new was my shit. This still my shit. I'm gonna fast forward to the chorus. I don't know this song. This is my song. Damn, Keisha. This is the one I was talking about. It's called Enough of No Love featuring Lil oh, Wayne. I like that the, one. The title alone lets you know what mind space I was in. <laughs> Listen, I was like, this is off of the Woman to Woman album. Oh, okay. 
I gotta play it. This is in 2012. Yes. Okay. All right, I'm gonna leave it there. Yep. I'm gonna just because listen, singing these songs is just, it just hits different. It do. You know she has a song with Ashanti though. Does she? Yes, on that album, the Woman to Woman album, it says that's the song "Woman to Woman." It's with Ashanti. Oh, I think I think I know that song, but I don't think it's one that I liked. Anyway, I'm just looking through. Listen, I, I I really don't like to go through the track list. I like to kind of be like surprised off the songs I forgot. Oh, I remember but... "Take Me Away." That was like the oh, hood yeah, yeah, girl yeah. song. No, you know what? My my hood girl broke my my little hood boyfriend broke my heart. You've changed. That the, was off um, the um yep that was off the just like you album with the Jay Z sample mm-hmm. with the listen talk what was I even sad about what were you upset about I don't know Heaven Sin is a good one too oh Heaven Sin is my song but this is when my little trap boyfriend started getting money and started acting different on me Mm-mm. I got to fast forward when I was on the first album the way it is yes. Like yesterday, every day I made you. Girl, cry. Uh, Girl, listen. When I tell you this shit used to hit me in the chest, like, no, you changed. Like, what do you mean? Oh my god! I can't wait. I wish it was tonight. <laughs> when is oh it? Oh my god! It's on Saturday. Oh, I'm ready. Team Keisha. I cannot wait. I'm Brand new. Wine. I'm gonna be wine drunk and you crying. I'm I'm really gonna hurt my own feelings on Friday, so I could be extra sad on Saturday. I'm ready to cry. Oh yeah, I gotta pick a fight. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For you gotta sure. Either pick a fight or just go read through old text messages and something. you know remember when somebody wasn't treating you how they were supposed to. You just gotta do something. If, yeah. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. You gotta go trigger yourself before this album. I mean, before this battle. Mm. For sure. But yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Oh man, I can't wait. The last topic, Julia, you left us on a cliffhanger last week. Oh, okay. So I know last week I was talking about asking for money and and you said you didn't want to talk about it because this could get deep. Yeah, it's so. a heavy topic. So what were we talking about last Like didn't last week we talk about like, we didn't talk about mutually beneficial relationships last time. We didn't. We talked about... um. We were talking about like toxic relationships and stuff mm, like okay. recognizing. To- it started with us talking narcissism. about narcissism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we were talking about like, you know, other toxic signs and signals and traits and all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you, somehow you got into um, asking for money. So I was watching a few, well, I was watching old episodes of The Grapevine. And um, the episode that I kind of landed on was the gold, dig- the gold Digger one where they had the conversation about it. It was two parts. It was a part one and two. Um, and so basically the entire topic was centered around one question, which was basically, you know, why can't a woman, you know, in a traditional sense, when she's looking for a relationship, like why can't she desire and look for something that's mutually beneficial? Like, you know, in short, why can't she desire and go after a wealthy man without being called a gold digger? And they broke down the term gold digger. Um, you know, they basically, concluded that it's a negative term and you know it's nothing wrong with women you know wanting someone who has money or somebody who could take care of them or somebody who can you know elevate their life now I know now like we live in the age of city girls and Mm -hmm. you know we trying to get bags out of niggas and I just want to know like you know because I always say like the devil don't need no advocate right but I'll be thinking I'm like damn like I wonder how it feels to be a man, like right now, like our age, like when all the women like are empowered by fucking city girls, Meg the Stallion. Like, if I was a man, I just don't think I would talk to anybody. Like, I, don't, I feel I, like it's been like this. I'm not even gonna put this on our generation. You I think? feel like little, well, of little course, yeah, but in different this. ways. And I that's the like- thing. That's the thing that they talked about on the Grapevine as well on a different episode about man bashing. They're like, you know, it's always been this way. There's always been this sort of divide between you know black men and black women it's just now black women have a bigger platform they yes, have I more agree. ways to express themselves so i feel like now that may be it as far as like women expressing their desires for you know wealthy partners like you know i, f- I feel like i agree i feel like it's always been 
the rhetoric for a certain, and it's not everywhere. It's not everybody. Everybody does not live that life. For some people, you know, it's not for everybody. But there's always been that section of women and that section of men who like they want an even exchange with, with well, they would consider an even exchange. Like that, you know, you want me to one look good to make you look like you pop in. You want sex, and I in reciprocation, I want stability. I want you to buy me a house, a car, and give me money on the side. Like it's to them, it's an even exchange, which I don't, I don't see a problem with. If you don't agree, stay out them people's business, <laughs> stay out that lifestyle. It's exactly. not for you. At this point, yeah, like that's I, that's how I feel. I can't find anything wrong with it. Now they did get on the topic of like you know women preying on men and like zoning in on a man just for his check. You know, I don't really have a dog in that fight because that's not the type of life that I live. Like, you know, I would want to be with somebody for love and things like that. Like, yes, I do like money. Like, I do like, you know, things like I like to be spoiled and treated and showered, you know, with all those things. But at the end of the day, like, I have to like you to kind of want to be around with uh, to be around you. Like, unless it's like a sugar daddy or like arrangement situation where, you know, you pay, you're that's literally paying for my company. Yeah. And it's just right. mostly transactional. But if it's, you know, if it's something else, like I have to like you to want to be around you no matter how much money you got. After a while, like, I'm not going to be able to hide behind your money anymore. Like, I'm literally going to go crazy, like, being around you. So I can't yep. really do that for long. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with, you know, women just wanting, like, you know, that security in relationships, you know, when it comes from men. Now, I know that none of us are, you know, inherently wealthy. Like, none of us are millionaires or billionaires, you know. Well, neither of us. I won't speak for anybody else out there. Right. But neither of us, you know, you and I, Kayla, we are working class people. Regular so we are not, we're not rich yet. So when it comes to, like, you know, people, so it's like, are we dating? Like, do do we we date within, you know, our, I, I don't know, tax bracket? Like, we date within... You know, I don't like to I don't like to put limitations on myself. Um, Neither do I. But you know, for the most part, like we like none of us has like neither of us have run into a billionaire just yet. So we date men, you know, that work or you know, they walk amongst the normal people just like us, you know. Right. Like well, I mean, when I does it like, become like you know? Because I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, like these niggas are regular just like us, work regular jobs just like us. You know, they may have bills and things just like us. So at what point is like, it fair? Is it, is it, does it become unfair? Like, I feel like it is fair to ask somebody if, you know, he works a nine to five and he's paying his student loans and has to pay his bills. And, you know, he might have a mom who needs help sometimes like lives. I'm talking about every day, just like us. Right. Like people mm-hmm. who work every day. That's not fair to ask this man to pay your bills and his. No. If he has the means, because, you know, sometimes you might date a guy. I've dated guys who had more than. The, the average person so mm-hmm. if he has the means then why not if, there's no way that you're gonna sit here and you're more than comfortable you do nice stuff for the, every, everybody else in your life that you care about whether it's your homeboys your siblings or you know anybody else now that, that you, yeah i'm not gonna just sit back and watch no you do for everybody you else i'm not gonna be like well i don't need anything yes the fuck i do i like nice stuff too yeah but i don't think it's fair to ask you know, a person that, and a lot of times the, the woman be having more than him, than the guy. If we're being honest, in 2020, a lot of times the, the girl will have be set off, be set up more stably than the guy that she's dating. So I'm not going to think it's fair for you to be like, well, I need him to do X, Y, and Z, unless you're going to like, which I don't think this is in my ministry either. Like, if you're just going to like help him to like, or be patient enough to be like, well, I'm just going to wait it out until, and if you want to do that, that's fine for you, sis. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that's like not something but I just I don't see it realistically at this age where you know 29 30 30 plus you do that when you're 22 23 24 yeah but at this point people have certain requirements and that's fair that's more than fair like I have a friend that he was telling me like he wanted his girl to have a certain thing like he wanted her to have like her own place by this time like have this have this have that and I was like and the delivery was very harsh like because you know that's just how he is but like what he was asking for wasn't out of the question. Like he yeah. was just asking, like, have X Y Z set up. And I feel like women are the same way. Have X Y Z set up. It's not a a girl thing or a guy thing. I just think we're at that age where you just want certain things. Like you're not you're not as patient as you could have been at 25, even. Right. And like you know, my life just looks different. Like my knees look different. Like I don't know. I kind I kind of bounce it in between. Like mainly because you know I am a mother. Like I've been a single mother for five six years. So I'm kind of used to doing things by myself. So when a guy comes in, it's like, oh, okay, like, I don't know if I should depend on you or if I should just kind of keep doing my own thing, you know, 
And I think that takes time yeah. to figure that out. That's not you're gonna you're not gonna find that in a month, two months. Every person that I know that their their significant other does like extravagant or out of the ordinary or above and beyond mm-hmm. things for them it's because they have a lot of time in together and they've built that bond. It's not realistic to think that this man is gonna do all this for you in in three weeks. Yeah, the, that, so that, that was going to be my next question and like how to like where I kind of move the conversation. So like, when does that happen? Like, when does that start happening? Like, do men like, is it superficial if they shower you in the beginning, if they're buying you all these things in the beginning? Like, is that? You won't know. You won't know. That just might be his personality. There's, I know I have friends that the guy will buy them something in a week, in three days after meeting them, they'll get something really nice and that yeah. like something nice in a week. Like, but that's just the person's personality and you can't expect to know the person's personality off rip when you first meet them like he could have on you know designer down that don't mean you ever gonna see a dollar of it but is that is it fair for me to like want that though like say like oh you know i, I want somebody who showers me from beginning to end like i just I think want... it's fair to want whatever you your heart desires like yeah want it but also i think it's fair for the person to be like well not with me sis but <laughs> i think it's everybody is entitled you know like i can i can ask for whatever i want out of a person but they're entitled to tell me hell no that is true. That's and I just think that's that's just how it goes. It's, it's it's a give and take. It's a it's anytime you're in any form of a relationship, whether it's a friendship or just getting to know each other, it's a give and take. It's a balance. It's not all what I want. It's not all what you want. We're gonna have to either find a compromise or tell each other, you know, we're just not compatible. Have you ever yeah. like talked to a guy, like been in a situation with a guy, like now in your young adulthood? You know, in my older my my late twenties. Yes, like now, like. Or, like, been in any, like any type of situation with a guy where you've had to, like, ask for money? Because there are some guys no. that are like that. Like, okay, well, closed mouths don't get fed. Like, I got you. You just got to ask. No. Hell no. That's, that's like that meme. Like, my love language is not me not having to ask. ask. Right. I, the only the only relationship was in my early, early 20s. And I dated a guy. And I knew anything I wanted. Like, I didn't I didn't have to ask. Like, he wasn't going to get me. Um, He would get me. Like, he, he did everything, like in that department I think right like it was it was tastefully done like he wasn't showering me with gifts every week but when it was time for a gift it was a good gift but if I needed something yeah if I needed something if I was like if I was in a bind I could call him I could depend on him he could give me what I needed and more than what I needed like Mm -hmm. it it was but we had a lot of trust in each other he knew I wasn't using him Mm -hmm. he knew I wasn't it wasn't it wasn't I wasn't with him because of what he had like that we we had a genuine bond so I think that's why he was always so like willing to be generous but he was also generous with everybody it wasn't just a um well everybody that he loved and everybody he was close to like he if, if you were with him yeah. yeah if you were around him and that's how his family is too like if you were around them like you were you were you were straight you didn't have to worry it wasn't they didn't they weren't like closed palm people mm-hmm. but that I don't was know. just I that person I don't think I've ever been in a relationship where it's been like mutually beneficial where it's been like I'm gaining something from it like I guess like in a financial sense like I've never been with somebody who it's like, all right, well, I got you. Like, you know, if if shit were to hit the fan, if you were to lose your job, if if like, you know, if something were well, to happen, I mean, like, a lot of people don't have it like that to be like, yeah, well, I got you. Yeah, you're That's right. That's why because we are like, uh, like I was saying, we're amongst like, you know, normal working class people. Yeah, if you're around somebody who has more than enough. And if something happens to you and y'all have that bond and they don't look out, then that's kind of, that's side eye to me mm-hmm. because I feel like I would well, do that if I had more than do, enough. But like whatever they can in their power to help you. Yeah, exactly. Whether that's, well, let me tell my homeboy here that, that I know that they're hiring there. Let me see. Let me put in a good word for you. Yeah. I feel like you should do whatever is in your, like you're in your power, in your, whatever tools that you have, whatever people that you have, like whatever resources that you have. Right. If you're not willing, then I don't know what to tell you. Well, yeah, you have a point. Now, as far as like, like gifts and things like that, like, well, I don't know about gifts. Like Nobody gives me like, shit. Like nail money, no, and stuff like that. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I've I don't never, give shit. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I've been like completely spoiled. I can think of a situation where I was, but that was like a whole different thing. Like that, that was his way of like. Let me tell y'all something. We were on live. I think we were on this. No, this was when me and Camille yeah. was on live at one time. Yeah, niggas told me on live that I was way too fired to be paying for my own nails. And here I am still. Still paying. Okay. Still paying for my own shit. Like, if you see anything on Kayla Lopes, it was funded by Kayla Lopes. Like, mm-hmm. this, this is this is it. This is this, everything you see on me. It came out of my checking. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how I live my life. And that's been me for, like, the better part of my life. There's probably been a short stint 
where you could have saw you could have saw something that you know somebody I was dating gave me, but for the large majority of my twenties, it's been me, all me. I don't like, know. Like I feel it. like I, I feel like that. I don't want to say it doesn't exist. Like those type of guys don't exist. The ones that are like just send you money randomly for your nails, or like just send you money randomly to go shopping or whatever. I won't say that they don't exist, but I feel like a lot of times now, like men, like black women and black men in our age range, like we're playing this weird like like standoff like the man he don't want to like even if he does have it even if he is that type of guy to give you random money at like random cash ups at different times he don't want to go out like a duck so he don't want to do that off rip so it's like you gotta kind of act like you know you don't like that type of thing you know i'm not doing that or like you gotta kind of act like you know you're a little bit more low maintenance than what you are to get him to like trust you enough to be like, all right, I can give her money because she doesn't ask for it. Like men do that weird thing and women do it too. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I, I think that, a that's man, a bad idea. That's a, a bad, man, that's a bad game plan. That's what I'm saying. If you're a man and you're generous and you like to, you know, treat women and that's what you like to do. If you go out with somebody and y'all hit it off and you feel like this is something that, you know, you could invest your time and money in. Why not do that? Like, why are you like y'all doing that whole like, oh, I want to. It's gonna make me want to do it more. Like, if she doesn't ask, ask. Like, that's, that's a scam. Manipulation. I feel that's like. a scam. That's a scam. If they say, well, first, okay, if y'all go out on one date, I, I don't think he knows yet to know if he's mm-hmm. gonna want to, you know, invest time into. Right. It. I don't think that's a fair expectation. But I do think that the guys that be like, oh. Um, if when you don't ask, it makes me want to give you more. You don't ask, so that's why I want to. No, you. It says you want to. You never did. I, I want you to want say to you don't you ask, don't. so I give you more. I don't want to say so. It makes me. It makes you want to, or did you? Did you? Yeah. If you if you already wanted to do that or not? Like, right. There's a way to like compliment somebody without making them feel like they're settling or that they're not like they're silencing themselves. Like you could say, hey, like I really love how selfless you are. I love how you give so much of yourself Hello. to other people. You know, I really feel like you know people should give it to you more often. Boom, not I. I, like I want to give it to you more often. Yeah, like yeah. I like or not like I like the fact that you don't be fucking with me. Like you don't bother me, so it makes me want to give you more. Like no, what the fuck? Like no, I don't like that. And also, I'm not gonna pretend. I don't believe in people doing that. I'm gonna play humble. I'm gonna play modest, so that no. way he's not intimidated and um makes and it makes him feel like he wants to give. If you want to do it, you're gonna do it. At the end of the day, I'm gonna do what I'm doing regardless. So if you want to, you know do something nice for me then do it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna quiet myself down to make you feel more comfortable yeah you know like i'm not, I'm not gonna say that i don't i don't want this or i, I don't I actually it's okay you don't have to no if you want to great i'm not gonna require you to but just know that like that's just it's, i just don't believe in that don't do i don't think girls should do that i don't think we should be like well let me not say that i like to eat only at these places because then he's gonna think that i'm shallow i, I listen this is where i like to eat and this is yeah, where i go like, i'm not like I, i'm sure we've all been there like as women like you know making yourself feel a little smaller so a man can feel better but that shit little like go down to dinner i'm not i'm not gonna order this i'm, just I'm gonna not gonna that. order a drink no I'm if you want a glass that. of wine girl get you a glass of wine Fuck no, i would have had a glass of wine whether you was here or not whether you were here or not like imagine if you was out with your friends what would you do or you would have ordered the whole menu <laughs> you would have you would have had a good time you would have enjoyed yourself we would have had the time that we wanted to have regardless. So I'm not going to tell you that this is not what I want and this is not what I already do. No. And, you know, I'm not going to say that it's easy. Like, you know, rejection does hurt if you meet a guy and, like, you know, y'all don't hit it off like you thought that you would or, you know, he's a little bit less approving of the person that you really are. But, like, once you get past that initial, like, mm, that stung a little bit, but you're better off. Like, you don't want to be with nobody that make space for what you do want. Yeah. Like, doesn't want, like, doesn't want to be with the real you or doesn't like the real you. Y'all are not compatible. Don't, don't spend the rest of the next six months or year trying to fit, trying to fit into something that does not work. Right. That that is the definition of wasting your time. Like a lot of times people be like, when a situation doesn't work, Oh, I wasted my time. You didn't waste your time. You were, you know, trying to figure it out. But if you knew off jump that you were trying to like, make the circle fit into square and make triangle fit into rect like if you knew off jump that these shapes did not go together then yeah, you know you then you were wasting it. your time yeah. trying to force it you played yeah. yourself Hello? who but, has time i don't know like i don't i still even in dating now like i don't ask for money like i don't know how to do that like i, I may joke money. about it like oh like you know what you gonna buy me for my birthday or like you know stuff like that but hard down like i need 40 dollars. like i don't i can't no, I'm not doing that. I'm not asking you. If you know that, I shouldn't have if, to ask. I shouldn't have. One, I shouldn't have to ask. Like you should, one offer. You should know me. 
everybody that any guy that's ever gave me a few dollars offered i never had to ask it was only one time i had to ask but i was in a bind mm-hmm. Ooh, I, I needed it i needed i needed the money okay <laughs> and I, like a real man he sent more than what i needed thank mm-hmm. you but um but that was it like it was only i don't ha- i'm not and even then i had to work up the strength i had to like that is hard <sighs> I had to ask, like, and mind you, this was my boyfriend at the time. Like, this, mm-hmm. we had been together, like, years in, and I still was not comfortable asking him for money because I'm an adult. Like, and yeah. I was young at the time. I was barely 21, probably, and I was still like, I can't believe I have to do this. But it's like, I think just me as an adult, me as a person, not even just as a woman, as a, you know, as an adult, like, I don't want to have to ask anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to be like, well, I need something. And if I do, I would not ask these niggas. That is not like my oh, man. Yeah, that I is have like, people. I'm going ask niggas. my friends. Hello, I will ask, I will my, ask my sisters. Hello. I will ask somebody else before I ever give these niggas the satisfaction and of having something like, between I have people that I can ask. Yeah, like, no, I'm not asking these niggas for like, I need something. Thank God. Thank you, God. I don't have to ask, you know, these niggas for a fucking dollar. But I feel like if you're in a relationship with somebody and you really, you want, so like even a gift, like I want this for my birthday and this is what I want. A lot of people will tone it down. Like, I don't want to ask for that. I'm just going to ask him for this instead. Girl, no, 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 no. If that's what you want, that's what you want. Especially if it's something that you you might've been planning on buying yourself. I'm not telling you to ask him for a Birkin if you know that he got, you know, if he works at Amazon, like yeah. yes, don't not, do that. No, 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 no. Chanel. But if you want but, some AirPods, fuck it. I believe, like, I don't believe in like a guy like having X Y Z for himself, and you've been in his life for some time. Yeah. Like, you know, and you, he's you, fucking you. Hello, and y'all are having sex. I don't, I don't care. And, and spending time together and seeing each other. And when he says he wants to do something, you come. And then when he wants to talk about something, you're there for him emotionally. Like not even just physically. Like you're in each other's space. And then, but you're telling me that I can't say that I want this because now all of a sudden I'm not. I'm using you and I'm not real. Yeah. Why go to hell? No. Go to hell. Well, I want to know what you guys think. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ask for money. Like, how does that even work? Like, what do you like? Women who date, like, you know, the uh, the more wealthier men are, you know, our street pharmacists and our accountants and businessmen. Um, how yeah, do you, how do you, and not even just the street dudes, like if you date a guy who's like a doctor, you know, if you date somebody who's an entrepreneur and has mm-hmm. his own businesses and he has, he's done yeah, well for himself. He, he, real might estate, into, he, right, he might be, hello, like, cause they got the coins too. Like, Girl, that's what I'm date, If you date somebody like that, that's into that and they, they do really well for themselves, like do you ask for money do you what are the qualifications before asking do i feel, feel like, like a lot of those dudes though like and it may it, it's kind of like an asshole thing like the way they make it seem but i feel like a lot of those dudes they don't date broke women either like they date within oh, their yeah. means they should they, i feel like everybody should i feel like if you're doing well for yourself you need to find somebody who's doing well for themselves too. yeah like if you work you know yeah then find you a chick that work at walmart if you work you know if you i think I don't think we talked about this, but when B. Simone said that she's an entrepreneur and she wants to date somebody who's an entrepreneur, I found nothing wrong with what she said either. Yeah, I didn't either. It, it's just the jokes were funny. The jokes were funny. Listen, I, but I found nothing wrong with what she said. She wants to date somebody in her field. She wants to date somebody who gets it. She wants to date somebody who hustles just as hard as she does. Not yeah, saying she that had she don't a lot hustle. of unnecessary extra fluff, which was like, girl, shut up. But yeah, like the yeah, that was the first like, I, I was like, I got what she was saying too. Like, if you've done well for yourself and you want to date somebody who's done well for themselves, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm not gonna let people guilt. Oh, another side side topic. It kind of goes in. But when Cardi B asked, um, should she buy that eighty eight thousand dollar purse? It listen, is a pandemic. I'm going to. I, the only thing, like, I'm going to say is, I just want people. I saw a lot of points saying, yes, don't ask us, which I got. Don't ask your Twitter followers because some people barely have, you know, food on the table. But there's nothing wrong with Cardi B buying an $88,000 purse because some people were like, oh, that's wasteful. That's her money. And there's people who have $500,000 purses. Go look in Kylie Jenner's closet. Okay, there's nothing wrong with women, black women having luxury. There's nothing wrong with it. Normalizing. Get used to it. Okay. Don't be offended by it. Don't be intimidated by it. Black people are meant to have the best of the best. Okay, right. we were, sure. we were, we wear gold for fun. Okay, we put gold on babies. This is yeah. what we do. Yeah. We like luxury. It's a part of us. It's in us. Definitely. So normalize it. Stop being offended by it. Cardi B, buy the purse. Buy it. Okay. Now, yeah. do I think you asking us should you buy it <laughs> was the best plan of action? That was in poor taste. Yeah, you shouldn't have asked us because you know eighty eight thousand dollars to Cardi B is eight hundred dollars to us. It, it, it's eighty dollars to her. Like honestly, that's a drop honestly, in the bucket. 
It really is. Like, it's just like how a lot of people come up on a couple of dollars and they want to buy themselves something nice and they want to go down to the Louis Vuitton store. They go down to the Gucci store and get them a nice little something. Same thing for Cardi. She wants to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. It doesn't mean that you're not a good person. It doesn't mean you're not a, you don't, you're not charitable. It doesn't mean you don't donate. It just means that you wanted to do something nice for yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that is okay. There's nothing to me. That's how I felt. There was nothing wrong with it. Now I understand how people going through a hard time might've been like, bitch, I don't want to see this shit right now. But that's why I don't follow celebrities. She 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 needs a group chat. Yeah, they should should ask her rich friends. Yeah, like this is y'all thing. Like we we got nothing yeah. for you, Cardi. But yeah, because everybody probably doesn't feel the same way as I do. But I, I just feel like you know normalize seeing black people, black women, oh, black yeah. women especially because when niggas have a hundred thousand chains on, y'all don't say shit. Y'all y'all so, ain't saying nothing, little baby, yet about uh, you know hello the the uneven spread of wealth. Like y'all ain't saying nothing to little baby about black capitalism none of that no so i just feel like that's how i feel about it but yeah that's all i had for this week me too um i guess this could be a good place to wrap it up i don't have anything for um if anybody needs to hear this i feel like the whole episode was yeah i think we we dropped enough gems we gave a lot of words of encouragement yes it was nice it was fun like i'm i'm glad (laughs) that we did that one i'm glad that we saved it for like a separate episode I can't wait to see what everybody else thinks because I know some hardcore city girls are going to come in the chat and be like, uh-uh. Oh, we're fraud. <laughs> Run them pockets. Hey. Leave him homeless. <laughs> Listen, get every dime you can out of these Oh, niggas. my God. I can't wait. Lord. But follow us on Instagram at Backtalk Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Backtalk Pod. Our Email for business inquiries is backtalkthepodcast at gmail.com. Our website is backtalkpodcast.com. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. Do you have anything else? No, that's all I had. All right. We'll see you guys again next week. Bye.